my head hurt a lot and it had been hurting for days prior but this time it felt so overwhelming to the point where I couldn't think so she was doing the homework by herself and I you know I wanted to help her but I could not think and then I you know I, I asked her to you know help me go to the bathroom because I felt like I had to throw up and so my friend she went with me and then I decided like I I, I can't do this homework it's just like the headache was absolutely terrible so I ended up going to a different floor at the building the main building in my school and when I was in that floor I was throwing up all over the place and the cleaning lady had saw me throw up um, and so she called the ambulance and I was honestly I was a little upset <laughs> like I was sick but I was a little upset because I felt like it couldn't have been that serious the physician felt like something was very very wrong so she told the nurse to go ahead and take me to get a brain scan because she, uh, despite what the radiologist said, she, she was like, no, we have to give her a brain scan. So they did the brain scan and they found that I had, I was uh, having a stroke. So I was having hemorrhagic stroke. So I had a lot of blood in my brain. It was like a huge AVM, like it was massive. This is a lot to take in and I'm just too exhausted to even deal with this. And then that's all the memory I remember from having a stroke. I mean. A lot of people say they remember like their face, you know, drooping and all of these. I don't remember anything. I completely lost my memory. The second I had, I'm assuming the second that my brain started to seriously bleed, I, I, I just, I don't remember anything. Hello, I'm Mark Goodyear, and this is Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. In this episode, we hear from Huda Alexander from Washington, D.C. Huda had a stroke at the age of 20. The year before I had a stroke, I was, I, you know, I had traveled. I went to Africa. I was having a very, very good time. I was having a lot of fun, like most college students, like the pre-pandemic. Uh, I had a stroke in 2019. College pre-pandemic, I think, was very fun. I was engaged in a lot of activities and everything. So I was very happy, like a very happy, active college student. The stroke happened a month after I returned from Africa to the United States. And it was the first week of school. We had just gotten back from summer break. And I was doing homework with my friend. We decided to take the same class. So we were trying to do this homework together. And I started to feel like my head hurt a lot and it had been hurting for days prior but this time it felt so overwhelming to the point where i couldn't think so she was doing the homework by herself and i you know i wanted to help her but i could not think and then i you know i, I asked her to you know help me go to the bathroom because i felt like i had to throw up and so my friend she went with me and then i decided like i i, I can't do this homework it's just like the headache was absolutely terrible so I ended up going to a different floor at the building, the main building in my school. And when I was in that floor, I was throwing up all over the place. And the cleaning lady had saw me throw up. Um, and so she called the ambulance. And I was, honestly, I was a little upset. <laughs> like I was sick, but I was a little upset because I felt like it couldn't have been that serious. I wasn't going to call the ambulance myself. I thought maybe I just got sick. So when I got in the ambulance, they asked me if I was pregnant. I said I wasn't. 
And then when I got in the hospital, I remember like, I, I kind of lost my memory at that point. So I remember like getting in and giving them the number of my dad and like, you know, the contact information. But then after that, I completely lost my memory. But when I look back at the hospital documentation, they said that I had quote unquote, like very odd behavior. So I was saying weird things. I was doing weird things. You know, I was completely out of my mind. And the physician that was on duty at that day, she thought that there was something definitely wrong with me. But when I look at the hospital records, she said that the radiologist said that he didn't want to give me a brain scan until they gave me a pregnancy test because everyone had just assumed that I was pregnant because I, I was 20, which wasn't true. I told him I wasn't, but <laughs> they had made that decision. So the physician felt like something was very, very wrong. So she told the nurse to go ahead and take me to get a brain scan because she, uh, despite what the radiologist said, she, she was like, no, we have to give her a brain scan. So they did the brain scan and they found that I had, I was uh, having a stroke. So I was having hemorrhagic stroke. So I had a lot of blood in my brain. It was like a huge AVM, like it was massive. And that's when I was transported to another hospital because this hospital didn't really have a very good stroke program. And I was transported, I think, to see one of the best doctors. He's actually one of the best doctors in the D.C. area regarding stroke. So I was lucky in that regard. At that point, I do remember a little bit because I, I really did lose my memory for like that complete two weeks that I was in the hospital. I lost my memory, but I do remember one day waking up and I was looking at my dad and he was sitting across from me and I wanted to tell him, oh, how was your day? I wanted to ask him how was he, you know, how he was feeling, if he was having a good day. And I realized I, I couldn't talk and I kept trying to speak and I, I couldn't say anything to him. I, I was trying very, very, very hard and there was no words coming out. And then I started to freak out. I was like, why can't I talk? So I tried to move my leg one of my legs, I didn't try to move the other one. I looked down, I tried to move my leg and my leg wouldn't move. And then I start panicking. I've never panicked that much in my life. And then I, I started to calm myself down. So I was like, first of all, I'm panicking a lot and it's not going to help me. And also I was very, very tired. And so I had went back to sleep after that because I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to, like, this is a lot to take in and I'm just too exhausted to even deal with this. And then that's all the memory I remember from having a stroke. I mean, a lot of people say they remember like their face, you know, drooping and all of these. I don't remember anything. I completely lost my memory. The second I had, I'm assuming the second that my brain started to seriously bleed, I, I, I just, I don't remember anything. Who does memory of the stroke is still hazy? My first solid memory is when I woke up and the nurse, she was like, oh, hi, how are you? And I was like really confused. I was very confused. And she's like, you just had a stroke. And I was like, a what? And I thought, isn't that what happens to like older people? Because I didn't even know what a stroke was. I've heard the word, but I didn't know what it was. So I was like very shocked because, I mean, I remember when I was that one faint memory I have while having a stroke. I thought I was dying, actually. I thought I was dying and I had just accepted it. So at this point, she's telling me I have a stroke. I don't know what a stroke is. Nobody discusses these types of things if you're in your 20s, I feel like. Because I had just turned 20. Like I was like 19, like a month prior. So this is like a month for me being 20 years old. And I was like very 
confused because I was, you know, I, I, I just associated that word with people that are a certain age. Like you never hear about a lot of people having strokes in their 20s or teens. And it was very shocking to me. But I, I, I didn't really ask any questions. But I was very fortunate that my father stayed with me day and night. And um, he took care of me very well. They did do surgery. I had surgery twice. I think maybe the third time. Um, the first time I had surgery, I had so much blood in my brain because it. I I've seen the picture. I would say almost maybe like my prefrontal cortex, like half of it, is missing, and it's like I would say about maybe twenty percent of my brain is dead, which is a lot. So I had like a very very big stroke. And they, they couldn't tell me why. They said that they didn't know why I was having a stroke and they thought it was very unusual. But I had the surgery the first time and then they said there was still blood left in my brain. So I have to have surgery again. And then the third time, I don't know why why they gave me surgery that time. I think they were just checking um, that everything was okay. I had taken this semester off at my university because they have some type of um, retroactive withdrawal. So you can go back and withdraw from the semester at a previous date than when you came back. So I, I withdrew the day I had a stroke, which would have been uh, like September, the first week of September 2019, which was like the first week of school. So I took those few months off and I, I was in denial. I was in serious denial and I was very bored at home. So I ended up working for free at this 7-Eleven just because I was bored. I, I don't know why I was <laughs> I, they didn't pay me, but I just I just wanted to get out the house and anything. I just took anything. So that lasted maybe about like a month or two until I, I was like, uh, uh, I'm not getting paid. So I'm just going to go about my way. And then I came back for the spring semester and I really suffered a lot academically. You know, I was used to having like very, very high grades and getting perfect scores and suddenly I wasn't really a high achieving student and that made me feel very bad because I couldn't like there were some points where I couldn't understand what I was reading. I would, you know, the professor would assign something to read and I remember sitting there for the first week and reading a paragraph over and over and over again, like at least like probably 10 times and I could not understand what the paragraph was saying and I was absolutely shocked. I, I'm still not sure how I managed to pass that semester because I really couldn't read. Well, I, I maybe I understood very little, but I could not really comprehend what I was reading for the most part. So my grades dropped dramatically and I felt very bad about that. And I couldn't take the semester off because my school doesn't have like a medical withdrawal. So you just have to keep going. Otherwise, I would like to have to reapply and that would be a hassle. So I just kept going. And it was very difficult because then I started having like, I was very irritated and very moody and I wasn't myself. And I know a lot of stroke victims say this, but it's almost like you are a second version of yourself. So I, I felt like I was a very bad knockoff, cheap version of who I was previously. And I felt like I couldn't really be myself anymore because I couldn't remember what I was like or if I would act like this or, you know, anything like that. I had completely forgotten everything about myself. I, I really didn't know what I would 
do in any type of situation. So that bothered me for a long time. But then one day I decided that I didn't want it to bother me or, you know, eat me alive. It felt like it was eating me alive. So I decided that I was going to be the best version of myself post-stroke because that doesn't mean I'm less than because I had told myself that maybe I'm worth less because I can't do as much or, you know, I can't read right now. I can't really be it do as well academically and so when I decided to be a better version of myself I started exercising more um I started doing a lot of things that were very beneficial for my body because I was like I think I should take care of myself more and try to be healthier and I think it ended up working out I lost a lot of weight I was very obese when I had the stroke and then after that I ended up losing a lot of weight I dropped like I was like a, an American U.S. size 20 and I was about to hit like a size 22. So now I dropped like down to like a size 10 to 12. So that helped me a lot health wise. I developed epilepsy during the pandemic, but I kind of got that under control after a while because I felt like it was triggered by stress. So I like walking, running exercise as a way to manage my stress, which actually worked a lot. I never had epilepsy before i think i only developed epilepsy a year after i would say exactly a year after so it would have been september 2020 and i had the stroke uh, september 2019 so i think it was just uh, maybe the stressful situation of covid was getting to me and i feel like it was definitely because of uh, brain damage i don't think i would have ever developed epilepsy had i not had a stroke Coming up, Huda talks about remaining positive. Having a stroke at such a young age might have saved me because I feel like had I had it later on in life, it it could have really probably killed me or done some serious damage. And I I try to look at it as a positive thing and, and not think about things in a negative manner like, woe is me. It's like, okay, this is a bad situation. I can't do anything about it, but how can I turn this into something positive? and support from family and friends. I understand that it could be very difficult because a lot of times people might be irritated the first year or two and it's just very hard to deal with that. But I think once, if you stick by them and understand that, then, and show them support, then I think that goes and helps people in the long run a lot. Let's hear how Huda is coping with her post-stroke life. At the end of the day, I feel like maybe I, I'm i trying to make it a positive thing. So like I, I had this thing where the day I have the stroke every year, I do something nice for myself. So I might get my hair braided. Um, I might buy myself something. I, I try to make it a day where I appreciate myself instead of putting myself down. Because I feel like a lot of times after you have a stroke, you don't really feel like yourself and you feel like, you know, everything is against you. And it's just a very negative mindset. So I try to change it to something good. So every first week of September, every year I go out, I do something nice for myself, might go watch a movie or, you know, have the dinner or, you know, go out, do something. That's something I started that I think has been very exciting for me. It's like my own little holiday, (laughs) but only I celebrate it by myself. And I think like even to this day, sometimes I do feel stupid because I'm not as 
bright as I was. Like I was, you know, I graduated high school at the top 5% of my class. I was very successful academically. And now I'm maybe an average student. And it, it kind of hurts because I, I always was a smart, you know, a smart kid and teachers were very proud of me. And now it's just like, I feel like my teachers don't see me the same way. And maybe I'm seen as less intelligent and that still bothers me a little bit. But I, every year I notice that I'm improving. I'm improving a lot and I don't have any type of physical problems. My physical problems stopped maybe I would say a few months after I had the stroke because I did have like my leg was a little hard to control, but now it's pretty good. I mean, sometimes like I might fall, um, but that's very rare, very rare where like I think it's the right side of my body is you know not really uh moving well so sometimes if I run my leg it kind of just moves like in a weird way but it's not really too bad I do think I was fortunate because I believe that I was born with an AVM because my AVM was very huge it was very big and I think that having a stroke at such a young age might have saved me because I feel like had I had it later on in life, it, it could have really probably killed me or done some serious damage. And I, I try to look at it as a positive thing and, and not think about things in a negative manner, like woe is me. It's like, okay, this is a bad situation. I can't do anything about it, but how can I turn this into something positive? And, you know, I think I learned a lot from having a stroke. I think a lot of people my age don't have i think there comes a lot of wisdom with certain experiences i understand like your youth doesn't make you invincible so i i thought i was pretty invincible until i had this stroke, and i was like wow i'm not so i have to take care of myself and now you know i wouldn't have never lost a lot of weight i wouldn't have gotten into exercise and deadlifting and lifting weights had i not had a stroke so i think it really built me up as a person i see myself now as a better version of myself than I ever was before. So I don't feel as bad about it. And here is Huda's advice for stroke survivors. I think that it gets better. It doesn't seem like it's going to get better at all. When you first have a stroke, I thought to myself, God, I'm going to be stupid for the rest of my life. That sucks. But trust me, it does get better. I'm so much happier now and I like who I am. And really that's because I had a stroke. I feel like stroke survivors should take that that experience and turn it into something that is good, which sounds very hard to do. But I think after a few years, if you maybe use it as a way for you to develop um, mentally and be stronger, I think it makes you so much stronger. That's what I would say. And really to, to be easy on yourself, I know it's, you know, I feel like when you just come out the hospital from having a stroke, you're very hard on yourself and you keep comparing yourself to what you could do before. And I don't think people should do that. Stroke survivors should do that. I think you should rebuild yourself and make a better (laughs) version of yourself. Take this as an opportunity. If you're, you know, the, you know, a 2.0 version of yourself, why not make it better than the first version? And for the family members, I'm just, I would say to just support your loved ones that have stroke. It's very hard. And I I understand that it could be very difficult because 
a lot of times people might be irritated the first year or two and it's just very hard to deal with that but i think once if you stick by them and understand that then and show them support then i think that goes and helps people in the long run a lot Huda's stroke was sudden and unexpected, but she's embraced her post-stroke life and is focused on maintaining her physical and her mental health. Thank you very much for listening to Stroke Stories. Please do comment and rate to help us spread the word. And as we always say, if you are or you know of a stroke survivor and there's a story you can share, get in touch via our DMs, which are always open, on Twitter or Instagram. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening.